Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. In today's episode, I have the amazing Courtney Taylor here with me, and I'm so pumped for you to jump into this because Courtney shares so much gold and her energy is so contagious. So Courtney is also known as the modern day psychic. She is a psychic medium, crystal therapist, and expert in energy medicine. She pairs her background in clinical social work with her gifts of mediumship, clairvoyance, and clairaudience to provide a unique experience for her clients and help them remove any resistance or any blockages that are standing in their way from them stepping fully into their purpose and power. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. If you can take notes, take notes if you're not driving. (laughs) And if you are loving the podcast and getting a ton of value, your feedback, your love, your support is so appreciated. So please leave us a review on iTunes and hit me up on Instagram story when you listen. I'm at The Spiritual Boss Babe. So without further ado, let's welcome Courtney onto the show. Welcome, Courtney. I'm so excited to have you on the show today and to dive into all the energy and crystal talk and just jam out. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to jump into all the things. I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing. And It sounds like we have a lot in common, which is awesome. And I would love to hear like what, and I know this is a big question. I always ask this, but like what led you on your spiritual path and to get into the energy work and the crystals? Is Is that something that you've always been into? Is that something that you kind of kept secret? Because I know a lot of people listening are, you know, a lot of people in my audience have a struggle of coming out of the spiritual closet Mm-hmm. So I would like to hear your journey with all of this. Yes, that's a great question. And I love that because I do think that we're so much alike. And so I just, I love this so much. Um, that's a great question. So crazy story. I actually used to be a publicist in the entertainment industry. Um, so I came from working with celebrities, kind of working in that whole space. And I was miserable. And to this date, people will ask, people will say to me, you're so crazy for leaving that industry. Like, what is wrong with you? You must have the perfect life. And I was like, no, it's so unauthentic. Like it had, I was so not able to be my true self. Mm. I always knew that I was gifted as a psychic medium. I am a medium. Um, I've always known uh, that I was gifted. I had this little boy that would follow me around um, as one of my guides uh, when I was a little girl. And uh, he still is one of my guides. And I found out as I got older that he's actually the little boy that my mom miscarried late in the term. Um, And he, yeah, so he's, he, 
we're the best, we're besties. He's one of my guides. Um, so I knew as a little girl that I was different, that I was always able to see, um, things that people weren't able to see. Um, and so I think that kind of the changing moment for me, um, was about 10 years ago when I had a fellow medium stop me and say, what the hell are you doing? You are not following your path. You are extremely gifted. You're working in a field that is not for you. Like, what are you doing? And he actually was able to identify that I was seeing this little boy and he was like, he validated that whole thing for me. So it was kind of that moment where I was like, aha, like this not at all in my head, this little boy is real and I'm not crazy. (laughs) Wow. So yeah, it was kind of a, I, I went through this huge transformation in my career about 10 years ago and it was crazy. Wow. And that's when you stopped your previous job as like a PR and shifted into what you're doing, like your own work. That's right. Yeah. So I completely stopped working in PR. I came back to Canada. I, for a little while I was working still in PR, but I was like, this is just not making me happy. This is not, this is not fulfilling. I'm working with people who are (laughs) rude and disrespectful and so incomplete themselves. And so I'm like, I want to work on the other side of it and I want to help them from the other side. And I don't want to be sort of their go-to person. They're the their punching bag. And so I was kind of, you know, I saw myself kind of working on the other side with them. So Mm. that's when I came back and I actually went back to school to be a social worker. So my background is social work now. Um, And so I infuse social work with my gifts of mediumship and psychic work. um, And it kind of uh, together, it fuses a really unique sort of session when I work with people. Uh, It's very unique. Wow. Uh, So do you work with people mostly one-on-one or do you like have, do you teach people how to develop their own intuition? Yeah. So I do work with people mostly one-on-one. And I do, I work with them to kind of meet their own spirit team, um, to dive into their trauma. So looking at past life, looking at the things that are kind of keeping them blocked from moving forward, um, putting into you know, putting an action plan together, you know, if they want to start a new business, you know, what's stopping them. Um, so a lot of kind of what you do too, but I, I come from a, um, I find that my approach is, it kind of comes from a talking therapy and a counseling aspect, just because that's kind of my background. And so Mm -hmm. my energy work is a lot of talking therapy. Um, and then of course I use the crystal therapy piece as well, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, we will. So was it scary for you to take that leap and like ditch doing what you were doing to going in on your own? Like, how was that transition for you? It was so scary. (laughs) I went out to LA actually by myself. I was 18 years old. Um, I just dropped everything and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and I'm going to just venture off and I'm just going to do what I need to do. And that was actually the first, the first big thing that I manifested was getting into the entertainment industry. I was like in school, I said that I wanted to get there. I said that I was going to do it. And I decided I was going to do it. And I ended up there. I manifested. I did everything I needed to, to make sure that I landed my internship so that I could get work in the industry. And I just, that was my big first sort of like manifestation, the big first thing that I did for myself. Um, and when I just, when I was kind of going through that and was doing my personal work and I'm like, wait, man, this is not where I'm meant to be. This is not where I'm supposed to be. It was tough lessons to kind of go, I worked so hard for this and it's, it didn't turn out to be at all what I expected. And what do I do now? 
And so I really had to turn and thankfully my spirit guide stepped in and went, we're going to support you. And this is where you're meant to go because otherwise I would have been, I felt I would have been screwed. Like I was really, really, really unhappy. I was at a point in my life where everything was falling apart. My relationships, I was losing, I lost my car. I lost everything in my life. Everything was sort of falling apart. And so it was that moment where I knew that I had to do something else. It was like, it was a do or die. Wow. (laughs) For sure. And so how did your spirit guides like support you in that? As you said, like you knew you had the support. What what did that look like? Yeah, I call it spiritual intervention. I believe that spirit will always step in and kind of, you know, they'll prevent things or they'll take people from your life or they'll remove things and they'll play around with things to make sure that, you know, our past starts to kind of fall into place. And so I believe that everything that happened was for a reason. I know I, I truly believe that, but I think that, you know, the relationships that were falling out of place and the jobs that were, you know, the in-between jobs that I were having, that I was experiencing, they weren't fitting and I wasn't relating to them and I wasn't connecting to them. And I just got so frustrated. So once I turned inward and started connecting with my guides and and started talking to them out loud and said, you know, like, come on, <laughs> you got to support me. You got to help me. It finally just started to flow and, and kind of releasing all of that energy. I just, I was able to start trusting that, okay, someone had my back and I, I had support other than just myself. So mm, that's so powerful. And it's like such a good reminder that we're not in this alone. Like we might feel like we're on our own journey and we're just like, uh, like fending for ourselves, but spirit is like always rooting for us. Always. It's amazing. And so do you help, I'm sure you help people like connect with their spirit team and like meet their guides, as you were saying, like how does, like for people who... It's funny, I was just uh, interviewing someone else on the topic of guides not that long ago. And I'm always curious on hearing like different, how different people do teach different things or do different things. So like for, for, for people who don't see mm-hmm. or who maybe like aren't as in tuned, I guess you can say with their intuitive abilities that we all have, like how do you start introducing them to their guides? Mm-hmm. Great question. And you're right. I love that you said that we're all super intuitive. We're all gifted. We decide if we want to use those gifts or not. Some of us dive into it. Some of us don't. Um, but I love that. I always get these messages. People are like, I think I'm empathic. I think I'm intuitive. And it's like, yes, you are. You are intuitive. I just, you know, it's always so great when people decide that they're going to start to dive into their gifts because they're so powerful, as you know. Mm-hmm. So it's so powerful. It's so powerful when we dive into that. Um, so one of my favorite tools is actually just talking out loud. So I get visions. I am clairvoyant, but my first gift is actually clairaudience. So I hear most of my messages, um, which is actually why I work very differently. I like to do my, my sessions on the phone without um, any, anyone in front of me because I like to like not have energy at all to kind of mess up my messages. So mm. when I connect with people, it's actually just over the phone and I just have a voice and then I listen to my guides. So I like to get people to just start talking out loud and having conversations with themselves. One, it helps you to hear your own voice too. And it helps to kind of process the thoughts that we're having. You know, if we start saying, talking to ourselves and we're like, oh my gosh, I'm a loser. And, and we start processing the things that we're actually saying to ourselves. It's like, oh man, like, wow, I'm actually saying that. So that's my first tip. And then also, if you have someone on the other side, start having conversations with them too. You know, if you have a grandma or if you have a friend that's passed, start addressing them and start talking to them and start talking to them about your day. People always say to me, I don't know what to talk to them about. 
well, there doesn't need to be a specific topic. <laughs> just talk to them about your day. Just say, you know, hey, today was a great day or today was a crappy day. Just vent and start kind of building that bridge. And as people start to get more comfortable with that, people start to see that they get more validation, whether that's through numbers, whether that's through synchronicities. It's just people start to see that sort of that bridge opens when they accept that there's someone on the other side and they start to build that bridge. So that's yeah. a really helpful tool. I like that. I like how you explain that. And so what are some ways that you uh, receive guidance other than hearing from your spirit team? Do you see like signs a lot? Do you have like a specific sign? Oh my gosh. I get numbers so much. It's crazy. Like I probably like get the whole set of numbers every day. My ones, my twos, my threes every day. I don't know about you, but I got, I get (laughs) so many numbers. Nines are my big numbers for me. So I don't, I always get nines, um, everywhere I go. (laughs) So I always know that I'm getting my numbers. And if I'm getting my numbers, I know that I'm on track. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I get is dimes. My grandfather on the other side leaves me dimes. Um, really interesting story when my dad was, had a brain aneurysm about six years ago. And, uh, I might, you know, the doctors, everyone said that my dad was going to die and not make it through the night. Literally everyone was like, no, like he's not going to make it. And I was like, nope, guys, I know that he's going to be fine. Spirit stepping in. I got this. Um, and I walked into the hall of the emergency room and literally there was no one, nothing. And there was a dime right in the middle of the floor, just one dime in the middle of the floor. And I was like, Oh my God, chills. And then it was really interesting when my dad woke up from his coma, he was like, I saw your grandfather on the other side. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I I know. So it was just really cool how, you know, he leaves me dimes. So every time I'm kind of like having a day, I'll find a dime. And it's just always kind of a little bit of a validation that I know that he's here. So I love that. Yes. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about like how you started getting into energy work and like what that is, like what that looks like mm-hmm. when it comes to all of the stuff that you're doing for yourself and for others. Yeah. So it's really interesting. My energy work, again, it's very different. It's very, I do it through talk therapy. So I don't do hands-on Reiki. I actually did this past weekend and it was such a different experience for me. I held a wet workshop and I was like, I'm going to do some hands-on work. And it was just such a different experience because I don't normally get to do the hands-on Reiki, but um, I am known to do distant work. So again, I do it all over in my conversations with people. People always say, I don't even know you're doing it. Um, And you've probably experienced this too. People don't even know you're doing energy work. It's just kind of the way that I'm communicating and the way that I'm tapping into things. So sometimes it's just in the communication and then all of a sudden I'm getting this message that there's, you know, an uncle that's coming through and there was conflict with another parent and we need to heal that. So there's an energy block or so sometimes it's that spirits passing me messages and then I see the energy block and we have to kind of clear that. So we talk about it and we work through it, um, at a much deeper level. So a lot of my energy work comes in through kind of conversation and it's very, yeah, conversational. That's interesting. I like the way like that you explain that, that energy work can be also conversational and like tapping in and mm-hmm. shifting something within them through that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So awesome. So, uh, so have you been doing Reiki? Like, 
so I am a Reiki master. I okay. am a Reiki master. Um, I, that's, I trained in it. This is my background. Um, so I, I definitely incorporate that when I am in, you know, I do my retreats and I am in workshops. I do my hands-on, but um, I still, of course, work with the chakras and I still do everything that's Reiki related. I just really focus on kind of clearing energy from a counseling aspect. So it's really interesting. So of course I still see, you know, when I feel it, I'll feel it in my chest and I'm like, okay, we need to talk about conversation here. Who needs to talk? What do we need to be talking about? So I'll visit, I'll feel it in my physical body too, and then I'll pass it along to them. So spirit's definitely leading my conversations. Um, I feel like I'm really just the conduit and spirit's really just guiding my, my sessions. And they're like, okay, I can feel it. Your stomach, your stomach's highlighted for me. You know, I can feel it. You're definitely struggling with some confidence or whatever it is. So I definitely see energy in a different way when I'm doing my work. Wow. And do you help other people like recognize that within themselves as well? Like when, where they're feeling like a block within their body? Absolutely. And the thing about me and my work is I'm extremely blunt. People know Mm. this about me too, is like, I am so straight up. So I call people out. I'll say, you know, what are you doing? Like, why are you still doing this? Why are these patterns happening? Why is this blocking up again? So I'm very kind of in people's faces and people, the people who work with me respect me for that. (laughs) Um, I'm gentle. Of course I don't bite, but people know me for kind of pushing them so that they do get the work done. Um, So I'm very, yes, I'm definitely giving people the tools and the exercises to kind of be healing themselves too outside of our work. Absolutely. Yeah. And what does that, what does some of that look like when it comes, like as if someone has like, I don't know, money blocks or self-worth blocks, like what is something you would have them do? Just curious. Mm-hmm. And for those listening would probably love this. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause this is so interesting. Um, and this is actually a really cool time to talk about how I struggle with meditation. So Whoa. I struggle a lot. And I know this is something that you're actually, I kind of do. I I don't know. Like I'm not like a meditation master. Uh, Sometimes I have trouble sitting still, but -hmm. other times I don't. It's really weird. It's like, I'm not an all the time kind of, I haven't been an all the time kind of person, but I like movement meditation. But anyway, go ahead. (laughs) I am the same way. So I was just going to go there. I cannot, I have way too much energy. I'm way too bubbly. So I can literally not sit still. I, I love watching you with your bowls and you're doing all your exercises. And then I'm just like, I wish I could sit there and focus long enough to do that. I'm just, I can't personally do that. So I always talk in my work about how meditate meditation can be creative. And as long as we're in our creative space, that's all I care about with my clients. So uh, whether that's for me and dance, going to a dance class. And I know when I'm avoiding my dance class, I know that I'm avoiding my work because I I don't want to sit with my, you know, I don't want to get quiet. I don't want to be sitting with my thoughts because that's when I kind of let myself go is when I'm at my dance class and I'm just kind of doing my thing. Some people that's reading, some people that's journaling, some people that's going for a walk, whatever that is. Um, But people, I always say, find a hobby, find something that you enjoy. And that can still be a form of meditation because as long as it's something that we're doing with intent, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I always say, you know, that's a really good place to start. In terms of, I use crystals. This is where I use crystals a lot for blocks. So this is where I kind of, I prescribe crystals based on um, I prescribe a regimen based on kind of what people need based on their journey. So if people are struggling with money, I'll give them a citrine or I'll give them money related stones to wear. So this is kind of how I deal with my energy work. That's how I kind of work with my energy um, is I use crystals to tweak people when it comes to blocks. Nice. I, you know, I make crystal pendants. 
So I'm like all up into crystals too. Um, I saw that and I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to make you one. I want one. Oh, I love that. I I just love crystals. I mean, so do when I. I using crystals, yeah. When I started using crystals, changed my life. Like, yeah. So how do you uh, how do you usually like work with them? How do you usually use them? And for those listening, um, what are some ways that they could begin to use them with yes. meditation, with their manifestation? Yeah. So I, I always, I'm a big believer. I like them touching my skin. So I have tons in my bra right now. <laughs> um, I get every, I get them to wear tumbled stones, small tumbled stones, stick them in their bra. That way they're touching your skin. Um, and then sometimes, you know, sometimes I have like six or seven in there and I just basically, I tweak them based on kind of what you need. And so that's how I work best with them is when they're touching my skin um, and kind of wearing them this way. Um, and that's how it's worked best with my clients. Of course, I still have my stones that I work with when I'm meditating and when I'm working, I can't work without my angel light when I'm doing my readings or my still bite. I can't, like I have my stones that I always work with when I'm doing my sessions. Um, but I, I, you know, I have some stones like my carnelian that I can't live without or my black tourmaline that I can't live without, my rose quartz. You know, those stones are my staples that I wear every single day that I literally feel naked without. So I wear them touching my skin and my bra. That's how I do it. (laughs) Nice. That's actually how I started working with crystals. And that's actually what inspired me to start making pendants. Like several years ago, I was like, I'm tired of wearing these stones in my bra. Like I'm just going to make a necklace. And then I started making my necklaces and then they turned into these pendants and people started buying them and the rest is history. I don't make them as much, but I have like a batch coming soon for the holidays. But um, I was making them a lot more like before, you know, things really took off even more with my coaching. Yeah. Can I tell you something? I have to say this because I'm getting so many messages around you. Your career is going to take off so much in this next year. This summertime, I don't know why it, what it is, but the June timeframe is coming up. You are like launching, like completely launching forward. Wow. I don't know why my guides are just like, June of next year, there is like this whole new space where you're just like, I don't know if there's like this in-person event or something that you're doing, but I can see you. You are like launching next year. Wow. So just so you know, your career space is like, you're just like growing girl. You are just way on your way right now. Oh my God. I'm so like, excited. Thank you so for that. You're welcome. You are so on your way right now. Like you are, that is your space. That's where we want you to focus your energy, like put everything else in the back burner, your relationship space, <laughs> everything else. Your career space is like where you're at right now. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. I'm like really excited now. Yes. Level season. Yes, oh my gosh. Thank you. I need like a reading reading with you. Yes. We'll <laughs> but, have to do a session for sure. Yeah. That'd be awesome. But um, as we're talking about crystals, too bad the people listening cannot see this, but this piece of selenite oh my is God. like my go-to baby. I have oh, this, I have this selenite disc for those listening that has like, I ha- I shared it on my Instagram. It has like sacred geometry and alien <laughs> and like oh a my DNA strand. And it's like this big selenite block, but I feel like selenite for me is my, like I have to hold it. I don't have to, but I love to hold it or touch it when I'm doing podcasts or when I'm doing live videos. I usually have, like I've been putting it in my lap lately when I'm doing videos just because I, I just got it. It's really new. So I'm like obsessed, but I feel like selenite helps me channel more. Like just, it just taps me in. It Even really more. does. It, I love that you said that because selenite's another one that I can't work without. It's, <laughs> I can't sleep without it. I give it to my clients for who are insomniacs. It helps so much with sleep. 
Like it helps cleanse your crystals, right? It's the only self cleansing mm-hmm. crystal. So it's, I like, I couldn't live without selenite too. Yeah. Totally it's agree. It's amazing. The best. What's your other, what's another stone that you love? Uh, it's like such, so hard. Cause I'm like, I like them all. Um, I, you know, cause I make a lot of pendants, but for me personally, I find myself gravitating mostly towards rose quartz and selenite lately. Yeah. Lately, it's yeah. always been selenite. The other one, all the other main one, like alternates. But lately, it's been I've been like really gravitating towards my rose. Yeah, I love it. It's just a staple. It's just like you know that self care, that self love. It's just a feel good mm-hmm. stone. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's, just it's so nurturing too. It is. Oh, it is so loving, especially this time of year. Coming out of this retrograde, it kicked my ass. I don't know you, kicked my ass. <laughs> Actually, I feel like before the retrograde kicked my ass. It was just brutal for me. Oh my God. Oh my God. What sign are you? What's I'm your a sign? Libra. You're a Libra? I'm a Leo. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. It was just brutal for me. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people went through a lot of big shifts over the summer. A lot of like, a lot of purging. Like I know myself, I was going through a lot of things, but like many people in my community have been sharing and and my friends, like all kinds of different like breakups and this happening and that happening. And Mm -hmm. it was like dark night of the soul for a lot of people. Yeah, on my end too. You're right. I feel like I'm just hoping that everyone's going to go into a good space going into this new year, new decade. Oh my gosh, I just mentioned new decade. How like I don't know where time goes. Crazy. Yeah. Um, but I just I feel good about kind of going into this new year. I don't know about you, but I feel good about it. I feel like people are in kind of going into a good space, and I don't know. A lot of clients for me are kind of you have this like attitude shift lately where they're like. I'm just like ready for something new. I'm just like brushing everything off my shoulders and I'm just like done. So I'm, I'm happy about that. That's good. So yeah. I hope everyone can stay there. So yeah, it's like, and I think right now is like a really important time heading into the new year because like we are going into the new year with the energy that we're going into it with. And so mm-hmm. tonight's a new moon also. And it's not going to be when people are listening probably, but yeah. <laughs> tonight is the new moon. And so... I think now is just such a powerful time to just like let go of whatever else needs to be like let go of and step into the new year on freaking fire because Mm -hmm. like 2020 is a big deal. I feel that too. It's like a lot of shifts and a lot of like, just like really deciding to finally step up like in a bigger way for a lot of people, including Mm me (laughs) and me too. We feel it too, just as much. I always say that to everyone. We feel it too. It's just, oh my gosh, it's, it is. It's a crazy time. And I feel it too, your energy. Oh my gosh. I just, I wish I could give you a big hug right now. <laughs> I just love your energy so much. Oh, oh well, thank really you. But, um, oh, thank you. You're making me a blush. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> so what are your goals for this 2020, this new decade? What are your intentions? You know what? I am in the process, you know, actually I'm in the process of kind of changing my business around right now. Actually, that's a big thing for me. Um, is kind of changing the way that I am working with people. I feel so bad. People wait so long to talk to me and I feel, I just, there's this like, I always feel guilt because I feel like people want to chat and I actually came from a psychic network. So I was headhunted by one of the biggest psychic networks years and years ago. That's where I started. And it was a very different energy than it is now. And I feel like I'm in the process of kind of transitioning from 
being sort of a, a quick fix for people and going into the space where people really respect me as more of a coach. Mm. Um, and so I, 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 a lot of people that I work with that, you know, see me as a coach and I've worked with people for two, three, four years, but then I'm kind of, there is some people who still see me as, you know, just that psychic medium who I'm going to for a quick reading and that's it. And so, um, that's one of my big goals is I'm kind of in the process of reframing my work and I'm encouraging people to go into that space too. Now is a good time to, what do you want to do in your work? What do you, where do you want, like, what does that look like? Where do you want to go? Do you still want to be in this job? Do you, want to start your own business? Like, what does that look like? So I know personally, I'm revamping my workspace. Um, my relationship space needs to be revamped. <laughs> um, so definitely that's a goal for me too, is to kind of work on my self-care too. I find, I don't know if you're like this, but I work way too hard and I'll, well, I'll admit this. The people yeah. around me always say that they're like, you need to stop working for it. I work so many hours that I don't take care of myself. And I know that too. I'm not, I'm not good at my self-care and I preach it. So I should probably <laughs> listen to that a little bit more. So I definitely want to incorporate a little bit more self-care. Um, so those are some big goals for me this, this year. Definitely. I love um, it. Yeah. So kind of some big things, but I, I want, and I want to start to travel more. I oh, need to start to travel more. Yeah. You, so where do you want to go? Well, I already booked my next trip to Guatemala in December. I'm going back to Guatemala. I went last May and it was life-changing. Um, but I'm with you. Like I, I preach the whole ease and flow thing as well. And I, I have to remind myself of that too, because I love what I do and I get into such creative flow and it doesn't feel like work. And that's like the, the trickiest thing. Cause it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like work. It feels like me creating and showing up. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, the whole day flew by. So I, you know, when I do my dancing and when I do my working out, when I do my self care, like when I'm really on point with it, it's like the floodgates open up to the downloads, the abundance, the messages. And so I can totally relate there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally, yeah, I 100%. It doesn't feel like work though. And that's the best part. Mm-hmm. I hope that for everyone, it's like, yeah. you know, the best part is that when it doesn't feel like work, it's awesome. Yeah. And so like, I like how you were sharing that you're shifting things in your business. And I think mm-hmm. that people listening can probably really resonate with that as well. Because I don't know about you, but for me, when I've shifted directions in the past, I felt like bad about it. I don't now, but I felt like, oh my God, like I'm just always changing and shifting or I have to like stick to this one thing. And so mm-hmm. for those listening, I always share that we are our purpose. Like there's nothing to find. We are our purpose mm-hmm. and it's okay for things to shift and evolve and expand as we do. I couldn't agree more. I think that's something actually I'll fully admit that was a lesson that I had to really work on is I sucked at change. I was like the worst. I was the girl who like cried on the last day of school because I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the end of school and it's a summertime. And my mom's like, okay, you'll be back in school in two months. And I'm like, no, but it's change. And so I'm like, I've never been good with change. Um, so I've gotten a lot better over the years, but that was always a big lesson for me. And you're so right. I mean, I think that that's probably why it's taken me so long personally to kind of shift my business after 10 years. I'm kind of finally making some shifts, some big shifts because it's like, it's, it's time. I can't be afraid to fail. I can't be afraid of what anyone else thinks or says. I have to do it for myself. And I feel like that, you know, that's what everyone else needs to do too, is like 
screw what everyone else thinks. Who cares what anyone else, like who cares what anyone else thinks about what you're doing or your work or how you're doing it. Follow your purpose, follow your passion, follow your heart. That's all that matters. It is. It is. And like, it's all about who you're being too in the process. That's it, right? I mean, I don't know how many people have not supported or not understood what I've done. You know, there's so many skeptics out there when it comes to mediumship and psychic work. You know, there's not everyone who believes in our work and that's okay. That is totally okay. Um, And that's why I'm actually called the modern day psychic because I try to stay away from, you know, a lot of people, when they think of psychics, they think of, you know, tarot cards and those big flashy signs and crystal (laughs) balls. And it doesn't have to be like that. You know, I, I really try to focus on modernizing the way that, you know, the spiritual work is done. Cause it's, you know, it doesn't have to be, people have kind of put it into this box, what spiritual work looks like. You've probably experienced this too, you know, and people kind of have painted a perception of, you know, it's very, ah, uh, and Zen and, yeah. you know, it's, and so it's, it's, it doesn't have to be this certain way of life. Like people, so many people are kind of flowing into this space now. And it's so nice to see that people are kind of engaging in the spiritual path and, and this lifestyle. Cause it's just, oh, it's so freeing. It's so freeing. Yeah, it is. And I think that it's so empowering when people just find what really speaks to them when it comes mm-hmm. to their practice. Like we can share our tools and our little processes and practices, but at the end of the day, it's like, what really speaks to you? You know, mm-hmm. well, how do you want to do this thing? Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, it's like, we get to create it. That's it. And another, you know, that's it. And I think another big message for people too, and that I'm kind of always learning is that there's room for all of us in the world. There's room for all of us. There's, you know, I think that it's so competitive. People feel like it's so competitive out there. Um, And it's not, I mean, that's, it's not competitive. It's, you know, I think that we all need to work together. Um, You know, even ourselves, you know, we're in the same space, but really like we share different things and different tools. And I think that, I really love when women can come together and work together too. I think it's really special and we all have something different to offer. So, you know, listeners, like we, the way you're going to approach your work is different than I'm going to approach my work. And so it's important that we're still, we're still kind of creating and all coming together. It's so important. So nothing's ever a waste. Nothing is ever a waste. Agreed. It is so important. It's also so important to not get caught up in comparisonitis. (sighs) Because nothing will crush you faster than comparing yourself to other people and trying to be like them or thinking you need to do things a certain way or be a certain way. Like we've, we've all been there. I know I have, and it doesn't feel good. And it just takes you right off out of like shining your light and everything. So, um, there's no competition. Like that's one of the reasons why I created my group is to bring women together to bring more like spiritual boss babes together to Mm -hmm. have the support and community because it can feel lonely sometimes on the path of living your purpose and of doing your spiritual work and like really honoring who you are. You might feel lonely or like no one gets you. And that's how I felt. That's literally Mm -hmm. why I created my group. Because I was like, I know there are more people out here like me. Let me find them. Let me just create this group and bring them all together and they all flock to it. And there you go. (laughs) 
<laughs> Amen, sister. Amen. I'm actually part of your group. I love your group. Um, like I said to you earlier, I have so much respect for you and what you do. And I love your group and I love the community that's there and the people that post the questions. I'm always kind of checking in. And I, I think it's amazing because you're right. This spiritual journey is very lonely. I've been there too. Um, but you know what? I think we do our best work sometimes when we're kind of on our own and we're doing our own healing. And so, um, you know, and I say we're filtering our life when we're in that space too. We're taking things out that doesn't work for us. We're bringing things in that will work for us. And so, you know, we're filtering our life. And so, yeah, it is pretty lonely sometimes, but that's okay. And that was a lesson that I learned too. You probably did too. It's okay to be alone and getting to know yourself and starting to love yourself too. the point where you're like, it's okay to be alone. I love myself enough to be alone. It's, it's not a comfortable feeling until you kind of get there and you're like, okay, it's not so scary. But once you get there, it feels good. It, It does. It feels good what to be with yourself to be yeah to be with yourself and be able to just say I love myself to be alone and enough to be alone and not to be afraid of it yeah and to and I think that also what comes from that is stepping more into the truth of like who you really are too Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. saying you know what this is me take it or leave it to the world exactly exactly I say I have my screw that approach I tell people to always say screw that so to break energy cords once you once something's like you're trying to release something I always say say screw that so you know when you're cutting an energy cord or you're kind of doing your visualizations and then afterwards you say screw that like I love that that. so I that's what I always do screw that (laughs) so do you say that when like limiting beliefs or thoughts pop into your mind too Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. I'm just like, screw that. Like right away. I'm like, screw that. And so I might borrow that. (laughs) Do it. Do it. I'll close my eyes and then I'll tell people, close my eyes, picture what's bothering me and I'll slam a door. I'll just picture slamming a door and then it breaks my energy up and then I'll go screw that. And I'll literally say it out loud, screw that. And then I'm done. And I feel so good. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's so simple. Yeah. It is so simple, but so helpful. Yeah. All right. You guys listening, you have to try that. Like whenever a limiting belief or anything pops into your mind or you want to cut the cords, just say, screw that. Screw that. Don't even give it energy. No. Because, you know, I I say this, like, I'm all about like healing and processing things, but there's a big difference between like, you know, having to work through something and like just a freaking habitual thought pattern that's like not even you. And so like, there's that fine line of saying, screw that. Like, I'm not even going to give that energy, not even going to look at it because you know, it's a habitual pattern and, um, knowing when to actually look at it deeper. Mm -hmm. Am Am I making sense? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And I think too, I always say to people, we do need to say hello to what's going on. I call it acknowledge and release. We always need to sit with what's going on. We have to, but it's in those moments when we're somewhere and we're like, Hey, I'm not doing this right now. Screw that. It's when that anxiety pops up and you're like, I'm not doing this right now. Screw that. It is so important. I love that you brought that up. It's so important that we're sitting with it and doing our work. We can't move forward. If we're not doing our work, we will delay ourselves on our path. We will, we will stay stuck. We won't move forward forward, those jobs that we want, that relationship that we want, all of that will be delayed if we're not doing our personal work. So you can't say screw that to everything. We still yeah. need to do our work. But in those moments when we're having those thoughts and that, those patterns and those beliefs, use that. That is a really great tool to kind of cut that energy in that moment for sure. Yeah. Love it. And I love how you said like, we have, we've got to do the work. Got to. Yeah. What is the work like? Is it, is it always something different? Does it always look like something different to you? 
Yeah, it does always look like something different, you know, especially in my practice. A lot of it is relationship. A lot of it is learning to like a theme right now in my work is learning to love yourself enough to say, I'm not going to sit here and tolerate the way that you're treating me. I think that's a big theme in the in my work right now with my clients is being able to say, I'm owning my energy enough to say that what you're the way you're treating me, the way you're talking to me. No, screw that. I'm not going to, I'm not accepting that. And so I feel like right now I'm in a space of coaching people and coaching women. I actually work with men and children too. That's another thing is I work with children um, who see spirit and who have, um, who are gifted and empathic themselves. So that's one of my kind of areas. And so I work with them to kind of go, what is it that, what is it that I'm feeling around me? What is it that I'm feeling around me? And kind of tap into that. You have to sit with it though. You absolutely have to sit with your work. For sure. So whatever that looks like, you know, it's, I always look at what the lessons are and kind of what the karmic space is. That's kind of where I always start in my work. So what is the lesson? Is it that you need to be more patient? Is it that you need to be speaking up? Is it that, you know, you've been repeating the same type of relationship over and over? What is it? What is the lesson here? So that's kind of always where I start in my work with a client. Wow. That's awesome. And I, and I love how you said before, acknowledge, you call it an acknowledge and what was it? Acknowledge and release. Because I always say acknowledge, feel, shift. Love it. Like basically the same thing. Love it. Love it. (laughs) This is so good. I feel like we covered a lot of different things in this. Is there anything like that you else that you want to really share with people listening? Uh, Anything, any last messages that you feel like sharing with the world. This was so great. I feel like this is hopefully going to be helpful for people. I just want people to know, go and be your authentic true self, please. Because people need you. People want to see you. People want to know the real you. People want you to show up. So, you know, sometimes it's so difficult to show up in our lives, but just make the decision. Decide today that you want more. Just decide today that you want more. And that's what I would say. Love it. Thank you so Love much, it. Courtney. This is awesome. Thank you. So where can people find you and connect with you? So on Instagram, you can find me at the modern day psychic, or you could find me on my website at www.themoderndaypsychic.com. Sweet. And as always, I will put those links in the show notes as well. This was amazing. I'm so glad we got to chat and connect and jam out. Thank you so much for sharing all of your magic with everyone and me. Thank you. This is amazing. I appreciate you. You're amazing. And this is awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad we connected. Me too. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.